I'm here with adjunct instructor of popular health at Hofstra University, Keith Scott, to talk about Denmark's recent removal of all of their COVID restrictions. Professor Scott, thanks for being on the show. Before we get started, I just want to get your thoughts on the overall situation for audience. So, um, yeah, it's really important that communities stay mindful that just because cases are going down does not mean COVID is over whatsoever. You saw what happened in the U.S. once the vaccine began rolling out, once cases are going down, people significantly lacked restrictions, they were going out more, they were wearing less masks. So the same thing in other communities, it's really important that communities and governments stay vigilant and there are mandates in place to keep the community safe. So for my first question, Obviously, Denmark did something right in how they handled the pandemic just to reach where they are now. Probably more so than just about the rest of the world. What do you think everyone else can learn from Denmark as we try to get out of the pandemic? It seems like Denmark's approach was a community approach, and many in Denmark seem to be on the same exact page. You know, they had a very uh, efficient vaccine rollout. There was a lot of buy-in from the community. They had very, very strict restrictions early on, and it seemed like the um, country came together as, as one. And, and guidelines across the board, from my understanding, seem very similar in different regions of the country. Uh, the U.S. is obviously much bigger, a little different, uh, much more populated. So I think it's important that all of our communities come together in the fight against this. You know, um, that could be what was much different in Denmark versus here. Um, and you know, I think there was a general understanding about the importance of the vaccine and the importance of these mandates. Well, yes, the mandates are uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable to wear a mask. We're doing it for the better of the community. A lot of people in Denmark weren't anti-maskers or anti-vaxxers like there are here. From my understanding, it seems like there's a lot more community buy-in with the vaccine, with the mask, with the mandates, with the restrictions than we may have in certain regions here in the U.S. Now, a similar event to this, not very far away from Denmark, occurred around June in the Netherlands. They scrapped their COVID restrictions, but only for the Delta variant to cause case numbers to skyrocket by 500% over just a week. Do you think that the existence of new COVID variants could cause something similar to happen in Denmark? It definitely could. You know, I think as we're learning more about the virus, the virus is mutating and expanding more and more. So we don't know what's coming. And I think the more people are social socializing and coming together and not wearing restriction, restrictive masks and everything else, we could see a resurgence. So it's really important our community stay vigilant because you don't know what could come after the Delta variant. I hope nothing, but, you know, Time will tell, so we don't know what could come with uh, very loose restrictions. Now, you've you've mentioned how people in Denmark just kind of bought in to getting out of the pandemic and bought into the concept of we, we got to change things if we want to do this. Do you think there's a certain culture in Denmark that doesn't exist in other places that help the people and made the people more willing to listen to their government and listen to why the restrictions are needed? If we look at the size of Denmark compared to the size of the U.S., obviously there's a stark difference there too, you know, and just socializing, I think just the culture here is much different than the culture in Denmark. So um, there are, and there are much more people to get on board here than there were in Denmark. So I think even in our healthcare system in Denmark, it is much, much different than here. So 
I think there are much more varied views and, and trusts of the healthcare system here than in Denmark. I think we have a much wider array of differences in the healthcare system, a much wider array of, of political differences, and just the way of everyday life is, is much different here than it is over there. Even looking at states, how, how New York handled the, the pandemic versus Florida and so on, looking at the approach to other states, we have a drastic difference just, you know, a couple hundred or a couple thousand miles apart versus Denmark, it seems like the country pretty much had relatively similar restrictions and similar buy-in no matter where it was in the, in the region. Now, despite high vaccination and low infection rates among adults, many children in Denmark are not vaccinated and they do have high infection rates that are going up among children under 12. Do you think that not just the new variants, but also infected children could lead to a reemergence of COVID in Denmark? Children typically live with adults, typically with parents, and, um, you know, depending on if all the parents are vaccinated, or depending on, hopefully not, but if the, if the um, virus does mutate, it could lead to resurgence. You know, if children are not vaccinated, if children are carrying the, the, the virus and they spread it to their families, their families are interacting with others, there's less restrictions now, so we don't know what's going to happen. So um, it will be interesting to see. You know, I, I hope it goes in the right direction, but we're going to have to see what happens because if the virus is still active, whether it's active amongst young individuals or older individuals, um, that could mean there could be a resurgence. And I believe roughly 30% of the population in Denmark is still unvaccinated, from my understanding. So for my last question, Throughout the pandemic, Denmark has based the severity of their restrictions on the term critical threat to society and how much of a critical threat to society Denmark is. Right now, according to Minister of Health Magnus Hynicki, it's not. And we mentioned children and new variants, but what other factors do you think could cause COVID to become, once again, a critical threat to society? I think looking at even our rates here in the U.S., you know, a couple months ago, it was not as critical as it is now. Delta, the Delta variant was not as prevalent as it is now. So I think things could change overnight or within a week or so. Uh, that could mean more people getting together, which means obviously more risk of spread of virus, less people wearing masks, less restrictions could very quickly lead to a resurgence of the, of the virus. So I think looking at that and seeing that the critical issue could be a very quick resurgence, as we've seen in our own country here. Because yeah, they do, they have high vaccination rates, but, and 71% is a good number of people who be vaccinated, but 29% of adults not fully vaccinated is still a decent portion of the country. They could come back to haunt. Yeah, I mean, 29% of people sick in a country, that, that, that's drastic. And, and yes, yeah. it's, that's amazing. 71% of people are vaccinated, but looking at that, that means still 29% are not. That means 29% are at risk of disease, at risk of death. Um, so it's really important that people still stay vigilant because, you know, roughly 30% still is a decent chunk of the population unvaccinated. Yeah, and vaccines don't necessarily protect you from new variants either. They mainly just yeah, protect it, you it, from the first version that initially came out. And the severity too. Yes, yeah. and the severity as well. But um, yeah, so and we still know that someone could get the Delta variant even if they are vaccinated. Um, the effects may not be as severe. It, it still is important that even those that are vaccinated stay mindful, stay vigilant, and protect themselves. Before we finish things, do you have any final thoughts that you'd want to just end the interview with and just put out there for audience? I think it's really important that all of us stay vigilant. I understand it's difficult. We're tired. We're, we're fed up. But 
we have to stick in this just a bit longer. And the longer we stick in this, the longer we we, we make sure we're putting protections in place, the greater it's going to be in the future. So we need to take a couple steps back now to ensure we're safe in the future. So I think all communities need to come together about this. It's okay to be frustrated. It's okay to be fed up. But let's do this for the greater good of the community. Okay. Uh, Professor Scott, thanks for your time. Thank you so much. All right. Take care. Take care.